Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. The Seahawks close with a great defensive play. I know, I know. (laughs) A great defensive play and a defensive stand. Carlos Dunlap sacks Kyler Murray on fourth and ten. And the Seahawks beat the Cardinals 28-21. The first play a Seahawks defender has made all season long. That's the first tackle made (laughs) by a Seahawks player since week three, Mike Harmon. It was It was amazing. Right, from pillar to post, you actually had plays by the Seattle defense. This was a, a as Jay Glazer said, you got an injured secondary. It didn't matter. Guys stepping up, Dunlap on the rush, 
pinching off the edges and saying, all right, Kyler Murray, you want to stand tall in the pocket? Go ahead and try to beat us. Uh, just shocking awe of what we just witnessed here on Thursday Night Football. I'll tell you, we thought we would get more of, a, of an offensive fireworks uh, from these teams. We still got a good game. We still got a close game. And sure. clearly, the, look, the, the story of the game is coming. You say, okay, it's Kyler Murray and the excitement, and we're going to get more Hail Mary madness. And, uh, and DeAndre Hopkins has been the talk of football all week long. Here are the Seahawks with problems, but Russell Wilson trying to get his MVP candidacy back on track. All of these things. And the story of the game turns out to be the Seahawks defense. One of the worst defenses to this point in the history of the NFL. This is not hyperbole. They are on track and keeping pace with some of the worst defenses in the history yes. of the league. They cannot stop anybody throwing the football. They cannot stop anybody. They can, they're, they're doing a better job stopping the run, but any team can throw on them, right? We've talked about this. Every single team. You look at what the, the passing yards uh, are for uh, are for guys. I mean, it's it's insane. Guys are throwing for three, 400 yards a week on the Seattle Seahawks. They are historically bad in the pass department. And tonight, they do it pretty well. Or they do it well enough. Now, it wasn't a great night. I'm not saying you know, this wasn't a 38-7 game. And this wasn't Kyler Murray being held to 100 yards passing. And Arizona had 10 yards rushing. Uh, Arizona still, uh, Kyler Murray goes for 257, a couple of touchdowns. They don't run the ball really well. But then again, that's not what the Cardinals do. Uh, but they keep Kyler Murray from getting outside and doing damage like he likes to do. And they only run for about 60 yards. All right, this is not suddenly that the Seattle defense was great, right? The suddenly Seattle defense, look, look at this. They turn into a great unit. I, I, Jamal Adams made a couple, made one big play near the line of scrimmage. He also looked completely out of sorts on some plays defensively. But what did it for the Seahawks? It's what we told you about a month ago, all right? No one is riding to the rescue for the Seahawks defense, right? It's, it's, it's not something they're waiting for somebody. They, can they continue to get a little bit better and scheme it up a bit? Sure. You see teams scheme up when, all right, this is really not working. We need to just do whatever we can and put Band-Aids over things because, you know, we're past the trade deadline. We're past guys getting back, back, getting back, getting healthy. We're just not a good team defensively. The number one thing, and I, I, we said it, Mike, we said it for a long time, which is you're going to hear this on, on, on shows tomorrow, so congratulations early, even though we've, we've been talking about it for a month. The biggest thing that's going to help the Seahawks is when they can run the football again, when they can be a team that can control the clock a little bit more than they do, and they can run the football because that's going to keep the defense off the field. They're not going to have to rely on them to make stop after stop after stop because the Seattle offense has really been what can Russell Wilson find? And with all the injured Seahawks running backs, it's been difficult, right? We thought they solved their problem after last year. Oh, their guys got hurt. They were they were just streaming towards the Super Bowl. And then their running backs got hurt and it was, what are you going to do? Well, now we're going we're gonna to solve that. We got our guys coming back. They're going to be fresh. Penny's going to be in. Chris Carson's going to be good. We're signing Carlos Hyde. We are not going to be caught without a running back. What's happened? Penny hasn't made it back. Chris Carson's hurt every week. And now finally, you got a healthy Carlos Hyde again. And he was the difference tonight. He runs for 80 yards and a touchdown. And Seattle runs for 165 yards overall. This is what helped their defense and what helped them win the game. Right, that's exactly what it was. You had a, you had Carlos Hyde rushing for 79 yards, and outside of Russell Wilson, it's been a long time since you saw somebody get to 79 yards in one game for the 
Seahawks. When they were winning and winning big early in the season, it was still Carson was running for 80 yards. That's it. They don't have to have guys running for 150 yards. But you need to be able to have that rushing attack, and they didn't have it. Now they finally got it for the first time in the past month or so, and now it is working again. And instead of being and, and now in, in in their run where they they're they're two and five in the in the past uh, or two and four in the past few weeks, now that they get their running game going again, this is where they got the W's going because there's no there's no secret to this. Okay, the, when Chris Carson got hurt, Russell Wilson was their leading rusher against Minnesota and Arizona. Right, they split those games. Sure. All right, you had uh, Larry Dallas, uh, leading My rusher guy. for the team. Your yeah. guy from Three's Company, you had uh, DJ Dallas running for 41 and 31 yards, and Wilson was the high rusher again against the Rams with 60. Those were two losses and one win. Now you got Carlos Hyde back, 79 yards rushing, and it's a big win for, for them, and they able to play pretty well on defense and keep the score down. I mean, that's going to be their formula. If they can run the football, I feel great about them because, you know, I picked them to go to the Super Bowl before know, the season buddy. started. I mean, not many people know that, but I picked them to go to, to play the, the Steelers, who are undefeated, oh, by the way, because I picked the the Steelers, too. I want to make sure people know that. And uh, so now I feel better that maybe that this is something as long as their running game gets healthy, I feel confident in them. But, I mean, really, this, this, is, this has been the Seahawks team that I, that I hope to see and not just a team that shows up every week where, hey, we, we, can, we can win 48-47, we can lose 48-47. Yeah, I mean, a couple of things. Number one, the, the addition of Dunlap, uh, as we, we talked about, whether reputation and fit, scheme – culture right you change teams winning winning helps to put some of the ills away right good work uh, a good day at work helps make the night a little easier right maybe you're frustrated about some things you find a win a, a nice meal you know a nice pint of ice cream maybe whatever it is and it, and it makes things a bit better for carlos dunlap maybe it's just hey, change of venue Different guys, mm-hmm. different cats, lime green uniforms, my second game in, all of those things. It's a beautiful thought. But, yes, getting some health at the running back position, huge, absolutely huge for Seattle. We've seen it in the past where they ran two, three running backs, and it works. And, obviously, we had the Marshawn Lynch era. But, otherwise, they've run effectively with multiple players. Go back to what the Patriots and Eagles and many others have done towards championship runs. It's not not one guy. It's the veritable Swiss Army knife of things. Arizona, right now, would you believe this? Coming into tonight's game, Jason, they were averaging nearly 170 rushing yards per game between what Kyler Murray was able to give and the, mm-hmm. the backfield of love and hate, the Drake, depending on the week, but also Chase Edmonds getting after it some. You saw him catch the wide-open touchdown pass tonight, and Seattle was able to shut that down, right, and do a good job against that Arizona offensive line and, and really take away a lot of what they wanted to do. So this was a game that if you're a Seattle fan or if you pick them to go to the Super Bowl – you're at the edge of your chair going, all right, here we go. Six games spread to the playoff. This is a team I can get behind. This is a team that I think could make some noise and separate within the division so long as the receivers play healthy and stay healthy. And and we got to also look at that offense tonight because there were points left on the table too. So, you know, they win by a touchdown. They cover the number and – make those folks happy, their backers, but also there's still room to, you know, 
dot the I's, cross the T's, and even have a better, more well-rounded effort. So just the beginning. Oh, and I would be remiss if I didn't say your guy, Jamal Adams, also had one of the big plays of the night. So you want to see if you can get unblocked by at Prez. Oh no, he's not going to unblock me. He, he he doesn't he doesn't like the fact that I criticized him by by you know just describing the kind of player he is. I'll make plays at the line of scrimmage, but he gets lost in pass defense, and he's going to complain, and things are going to get bad at some point because you know he likes to hide behind the whole I'm emotion I'm just an emotional player, and that should excuse his behavior. Trust me, trust me, it's going to happen. It's already started to happen with him yelling at Pete Carroll yeah. on the sideline because in pass defense he's not nearly the guy they thought he was going to be. Telling you, he's a guy that makes great plays at the line of scrimmage in the backfield. Where did he make his big play tonight, Mike Harmon? At the line of scrimmage, right? Line of scrimmage. Not doesn't doesn't make plays in pass defense. You know what? Though? The, the, a big play is a big play, and sure. just because it puts egg on your face. <laughs> I mean, because I'm going to tweet him right now. Hey, Prez, Jason Smith says nice play. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to block you too. Going to say, you oh, Prez, you can't you look. Can't I'm see his blocked tweets. by several people that I have no idea why I've been blocked by them, <laughs> and that's fine. You uh, like me, well, you hate wait, me. As who, long who, as you're who, not who, indifferent at Swollen Dome, I don't really care. Give me one person who's blocked you that you don't know why they blocked you. I'll tell you. <laughs> we'll talk about that off air. No, give me one person. Just give me one person. Well, no, it's not. It's it's more media people. So oh, I, I media people. Oh, yeah, I, I thought you meant athletes. Air. No, no, not, not athletes. Look, I'm not oh. even blocked by the Carr family yet, even though I've said some <laughs> terrible things disparaging <laughs> the careers and efforts of oh, okay. both David and Derek during my media career. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's weird media beef that doesn't make much sense. Oh, okay. Mm, media beef. <laughs> Mike, what did uh, I say? I didn't say anything against you, but, you know, maybe I said something against a team or executive uh, <laughs> that you're tight with. I don't know. Maybe that's the case. John Schneider is really upset at Mike Harmon, except yes. I kept tweeting at the guy, and he kept sending me back pictures of the General Lee, and I don't know what, what then I realized, whoa, whoa. oh, it's not John Schneider or the Seahawks. I'm tweeting at John Schneider from Dukes of Hazard. Oh, I ruined it. But, hey, can you introduce me to Tom Wopat? I always thought he was the cool one. I liked Luke Duke. Uh, the one thing to take away from this now, right, another reason why I feel good about the Seahawks, right, I, I, feel, in, I feel better about I almost feel like – um, after the Seahawks win tonight, I feel like I, I do like, like a lot of people do after they buy a new car, right? You buy a new car and you feel really good because you like the car. You knew you had to get a new one and, and you just feel good about it. You want to feel good about your purchase. You don't want to go buy a car and go, oh, why did I buy this? I hate this car and I'm driving it now for the next you know, however many years. Like, I'm, I'm driving this car for the next five or six years. I can't stand that. Uh, why did I do this? I got talked into this. Oh, a, you want to feel good about driving it. Now, granted, you made a decision. It's, it's, your own, it's your own fault when you buy a car. No one forced you to it, you know, just because the, 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 the sales uh, manager, you know, said, oh, we'll do some things for you. You'll throw in a potted plant. Uh, go ahead and do that. All right, great. Uh, you know, it's still, you, you know, you wound up signing the lease or signing for the car. But you want to feel good. Now, I feel good after seeing the defense play well tonight. I feel good about the Seahawks being able to run the football. But what I feel really good about and, and is something that I've always been tried and true, and I default to this, is I always feel good when the schedule is in your favor. Just like in the Hunger Games, may the odds be ever in your favor. Uh, <laughs> the next four weeks for the Seattle Seahawks are as follows. The Eagles, the Giants, the Jets, Washington. That's or at least two of those teams can games. play defense, at least. 
Yeah, but but you but and and but all those teams can't score. So Correct. there is so there is that. Hey, uh, I now, was giving them credit for the half the game. It's the second yeah. part that's the yeah. problem. No, sure. Yeah, no, no. And, and and look, and the Seahawks defense is usually really bad. Maybe Darnold could throw for four fifty. You know, if he ever gets come, you know, comes off the injured list and, and winds up playing. But that that's that seven and three for the Seahawks is going to turn into eleven and three pretty quickly. I mean, it's going to go really fast. And then they close with the Rams and the 49ers. Let's say they split those two. You're still talking about a 12-4 and Seahawks team that is going to be in the running for the number one overall seed in the NFC playoffs. They'll be right there at the end. I mean, they, they should finish 12-4 and at worst. If they don't finish 12-4, and that's a disappointment for Seattle right now. Well, and you bring up the Rams. Uh, we're going to have to wait and see what they look like with no Whitworth on that offensive line. That's another piece to this, you know, ever-expanding injury puzzle of the NFC West that we'll have to monitor. Uh, Considering that offense, the overall numbers are are strong, but week to week, you're just watching them going, how do they put up those points? They're not, they're not, it's not explosive. It's not, it's not captivating. You know, there's no Hale Murray's uh, mixed in there. I probably owe someone $7 for that. You do, you can't, you can't, you can't just say that and not do it. Michael Buffett. Well, I don't know who owns the copyright to it. I don't know. I'm assuming somebody filed. <laughs> but maybe they did. And if they did, you owe them a lot of cash. And if no, I would owe them seven bucks. But if they mm. didn't, then I will look into filing myself. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. We just watched a thriller. The Seahawks, a defensive stand at the end of the game. I know, I know. You're thinking, don't Shock. lie to me. You're fake news. No, no. The Seahawks, a defensive stand at the end of the game. They sack Kyler Murray on fourth and 10, and they win it 28 to 21. They improved to seven and three. And now the Seahawks, who I picked to go to the Super Bowl before the season started, uh, I feel a little bit better about them. But how does Jay Glazer feel? NFL on Fox insider extraordinaire joins us now on the hotline. Jay, what's happening, buddy? Oh, what's going on? Man? Not only did they get a sack on fourth down over there, it was only with a three-man rush. Who knew Carlos Dunlap was going to be the one guy to turn the Seahawks defense from being all-time yeah. awful into, hey, now they can make some plays? And look, you know, John Snyder, the general manager over there with the Seahawks, he has always done such a good job kind of – Taken up, you know, taken from from others to help uh, build up their own team. Some of the trades he's done with obviously Jamal uh, Jamal Adams, and now with Carlos Dunlap here. And Carlos is, you know, causing such an issue with uh, with the Bengals. A lot of people were shying away, and they were like, "Nope." John Snyder's like, "Nope, need him here. Need to help out our pass rush. Got to help that defensive side of the ball." And it's uh, you know, him and Pete Carroll just made such a good team for for so long. Played, you know, played well last week as well. You, Jamal Adams made a big play today to help what, in a possession that helped force a safety, and, and they were able to stop the run. Nobody would stopped the run yeah. of Arizona, and Kyler yeah. Murray finishes with 15 yards and got pounded. And, and by the way, also, this is without, uh, you know, Seattle missing their top three cornerbacks. Right. So they're a banged-up team, and also on the other side, too, they're down like their, their fourth center, and, I mean, they're just so banged up. Um you know, in that division, 49ers obviously really banged up. Uh, this team has been really banged up, and they just keep fighting through and fighting through. And I thought when you know, they asked me on the pregame show tonight, how many total yards between the two quarterbacks, I'm thinking, man, Kyler Murray and Hopkins and the fact that they're Seattle's without their three best cornerbacks and um, didn't know how much, what kind of pass rush they can get, I picked 800 yards. I'm like, both these quarterbacks are going to have 400 yards each. And I was you know, way short of that, but it, that's just goes to show you know, the job that they did defensively being down that personnel and still being able to contain Kyler Murray and, and the Cardinals and that run game as well, like you just talked about. Unreal. Yeah, I mean, look, the Cardinals, that's the thing is they are so dangerous. They can beat anybody any week now. Even though they lost tonight, it doesn't matter. I mean, the, it's a, it's a toss-up game every week for them, which is a great thing because they really they can beat anybody in the NFL. Yeah, and they're must-watch TV, right? No, no, no matter what. Yeah. You know, look what happened last week. Look what happened tonight. You know, last week on it, obviously it was a it's such a prayer of a play. And you know, I said also earlier I was talking to DeAndre Hopkins this morning. 
That play last week, he actually lost it in the lights after Kyler Murray threw it and then <laughs> regained it, you know, and had to go up obviously around, you know, among three guys. It's um, but they're must see TV with not just Kyler Murray. That I love what they did on that side of the ball, the defensive side of the ball tonight too. Vance Joseph you using Isaiah Simmons and maybe five or six different roles and positions tonight. Their, their first round pick and um, Buda Baker, he is uh, he's must see TV also. So I just think you know the Cardinals from what they were a year ago and two years ago to what they are now is what a what a transformation. Yeah, you talk about Simmons, a guy who early in the season trying to work him in, get him some snaps, and now making uh, a difference. Uh, Must-see TV this weekend, though, Jay. At nickel, at at linebacker, everywhere. Yeah, must-see TV this weekend down in New Orleans. we got the second opinion on Drew Brees, going to miss a few weeks. So Jameis Winston back to the forefront against an Atlanta team that showed some signs of life. All of a sudden, we got a game in the NFC South that has a lot of juice as well. Yeah, look, and and Sean Payton – when he signed Jameis Winston, loved him. And that, some of it is me thinking about Sean just wanting to show the other offensive coaches who were with him, look what you couldn't do, look what I can do. But he has, I mean, since he's got him in there, he has been so impressed with him. And, um, you know, I think having him in there, look, obviously Drew Brees is, you want Drew in. But does this open things up where they can throw the deep ball a lot more now and kind of open it up a little bit underneath because they, you know, teams have to worry about them throwing deep. You don't, you don't have to worry about it when Drew's in there. Right. Yeah. So those speedsters and, and suddenly still get gonna back use, By the way, they're going to use a lot of Taysom Hill also. And, you know, it's funny how Sean goes back and forth. Because first last year when, when Drew went down, he's like, I'm going to put Teddy in. But I'm telling you, this Taysom Hill, he's our star. He's our future. He's our future. And you know, then you saw what Lamar Jackson did last year. And Sean's little evil genius wheel start turning like, ooh, what can I do? I could see what Lamar Jackson done. I could, you know, put in a Taysom Hill. What I could do with him. Loved him. And it was like, he's our guy. And that's why they paid him so much in the offseason. They paid him, you know, huge sum for a backup quarterback this offseason. But then all of a sudden he got his hands on James Winston. He's like, oh, my gosh. Well, I love this guy now, too. I really love this guy. He's just like, he's, he's just, he, he kind of, he can't help himself. Jay, anyway. That look, and I looked at the 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 division's probably going to be something like Jameis gets seventy percent of the snaps, Taysom Hill will get thirty percent, he'll get drives now and again. Let's say the offense starts really humming, and and it works with Jameis. Jameis doesn't throw a pick every five plays, and it works with Jameis, and it works with Taysom Hill, and it takes Breeze a while to come back. Is there any scenario in which Drew Breeze comes back and his job is not there for him? No, I don't see Drew in that. Uh, Sean doing that to, to Drew is. Well, I think is will be his last season. I don't see that happening. No, get back, I, I get just finished. I really I don't see it happening. Um, but look, for them to say Drew's going to only miss two weeks with you know five injured ribs and punctured lungs, and I don't know if two weeks is really uh, how viable that really is. I could almost see your face there, Jay. That as that as Jason asked that question, the. Wow, there, there it is. You know, the, the weight of that question, given what we've no, watched from Drew it, Brees I for get, two decades. Get, hey, hey, well, here's the thing: when he was, when Drew was really struggling earlier this year, I was wondering and, yeah. and talking. I, you know, it's not just Sean I talked to. I talked to a ton of people in that organization, um, and we were in there for six weeks training them in, in MMA a couple of years ago. So I, I talked to a ton of people in there, and it was, you know, I even asked that question: yeah, You think eventually, like? Would Sean ever do that? Oh, no, 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 no. And then just with Sean, too, like he, he would never, in Drew's 
last year, even as much as he was struggling, he was going to ride. He was going to ride down with him. All right, Jay. Now it feels like every week we have to ask you this question, but I feel like every week things are either great or they're not. So this is a great week for Bruce Arians in Tampa because every week Tampa's either they're at the top and they're going to win the Super Bowl, or oh man, well, I don't well, know wait, if this wait, is going to work. Up. I know they won this week, but you had to hear them this weekend when they're playing. So <laughs> they're going to go to Charlotte, and all of a sudden they come on and say, "Well, they're just in the plane." Well, there's a uh, mechanical difficulty, and then they come back and say, well, "It's a computer issue." But he was like, they were sitting there for like five hours. They finally let them off, but they put him in a in a tarmac away from the re- the other part of the airport, and just sat him in a tarmac for another hour, hour and a half, however long it was, two hours. And they just sat there and they got pizza delivered in. Man, <laughs> if you could have heard the anger, if they luckily there are metal detectors, obviously going through to airports because if he is if he had carried a weapon on him there were some people shot that day he was so angry <laughs> oh my gosh oh man the uh, angry red-faced uh bruce oh. arians <laughs> but yeah hey, so- he, he's you know i think i think i think that game look i do think the saints have their number but i think that was just a um man yeah, that, that was that was a, just an aberration that game. Like, you know, they ran it five times or four times. You know, it's just not – it was just so – such an imperfect storm for them. Um, I, but, again, I do think that, that the, the Saints have their number. You can follow him on Twitter, at Jay Glazer. That is at Jay Glazer. Also, vetsandplayers.org. Check everything out there, all the great stuff you're doing. Jay, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. Thanks, we'll talk to you next week. Enjoy the games. See you, guys. See you, buddy. Great stuff there from Jay Glazer. I can, ima- I can imagine talking to Bruce Arians every week is like, okay, is, is he going to be happy? Is he going to be sad? Is he going to be mad? Is he going to be – because it must just be so entertaining because every week it's either Tampa Bay is great and things are great and they're the best team in the NFC and here they go, or it's, oh, this isn't going to work with Brady and look what happens and all that. It's either Lady or the Tiger, and I can't understand – I can't imagine how Bruce Arians is trying to live with this every single week saying, I got to keep guys on an even keel, man. You can't you – can't be lady you you can't be everything is a super bowl or your own 16 every week you got to be able to ride that uh, keep that that um that emotion at, at a decent the decent level if you're going to go throughout the whole season yeah that's the big thing though is i, I wonder if you know how much of that in, in, internally isn't there and it's more just the media hype creation and then he gets sucked into reacting to it Right. So there's a little bit to that. Uh, But as a, you know, the offensive guru putting up the whiteboard, you're trying to make sure everybody's getting fed. Right. You're you're also worried about your run game and make sure that's going busted off. A 98 yard run is certainly going to help things uh, like Ronald Jones did this past week. But. You know, making sure Evans gets his tough matchup this week. He's almost benchable here. Uh, but when we, but we look at you know Arians uh, ride the lightning, baby. You know that's what we wanted to see when he went down to Tampa and teamed up with Brady. And uh, there's going to be a hell of a book that comes out of this. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Today in the NBA, a story that shocked everyone. We heard a little bit about it a day ago, and then it was confirmed today after Clay Thompson working out, playing basketball here in Southern California, uh, went down hard. On, on his leg and didn't like the feeling. It looked like it was going to be a serious injury to his right leg. We didn't know what it was about. Of course, Clay Thompson coming back after tearing the ACL in his left leg in the playoffs uh, two years ago. Now he is going to be out all season with a tear to his right Achilles. Clay Thompson will miss the entire 2020-2021 season. And 
obviously, best wishes to Clay Thompson. He's one of the class acts in sports. Uh, you, you can't find anybody to say a bad thing about the guy. Uh, he's well-respected. Look, part of that great uh, culture that they have in, in Golden State with him and Steph Curry, it's, it's really just a terrific I – mean, it's one of those once-in-a-lifetime moments we have in Golden State. But the, the thing today, to, to, to the basketball thing that I, I think people are missing out on is that one of the most, one of the most uh, popular things, Mike, that I saw people say was, man, I was so looking forward to Steph and Clay trying to take it from the Lakers this year or the Clippers, whoever it is. Oh, and now that's out the window. And I, 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 I wanted to stop and go, did, did you still really think the Warriors are great? I mean, did you, you thought that, that Steph and Clay were going to come <laughs> back and beat the Lakers? or beat the Clippers, or beat the Nuggets, or beat the Jazz? You really think that was going to happen? I mean, the, the era of the, of the Warriors was already over. I mean, we saw it. It was, it was there. It was great. It was an incredible run for five years. It was Kevin Durant and back-to-back finals MVPs. It's, you know, it's, 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 the, it's beating the, the Cavaliers almost every year. I mean, it was as close to a dynasty as you were going to get, but... I, I mean, I, I don't know what people thought like that was still going to happen. I mean, the Warriors are a team where your best players are over 30. Draymond Green is not nearly the player he was two years ago. You'd have Klay Thompson coming back from a serious injury. And as we saw last year, when it was just Steph Curry trying to get things done, they were headed to the bottom of the standings. I mean, the era of the Warriors was over even before Klay Thompson got hurt. They needed to be able to say, hey, we're adding another super-duper star to this rotation. That's why they, they had to go out and get James Harden. You know, if they, they could add a superstar, then I could say, okay, now the Warriors are back. All right? Now they're, they have to add an absolute superstar to think they were going to compete because just Klay coming back and, and having a great – I mean, the Warriors, they, they look like the Blazers. I mean, that's what, that's what it would be. They'd be like a hyped-up version of the Blazers. They'd have a tough time cracking the top four in, in the Western Conference <laughs> even before Klay Thompson got hurt. I mean, really, that, that's, that's where they're at right now. That era ended, and it was now, can they restart it with somebody else? And, and now it's going to be more difficult. But that, they need another superstar to get back to where they were, and I don't see that superstar coming. Well, and I think that was the, the biggest point uh, before the draft, right? Going back about a week's time, there were just some whispers that maybe the Warriors would be looking at adding on James Harden, which was intriguing, right? My, my eyebrows raised up. My interest is peaked. Tell me more. How do you make this work? And, and et cetera. Uh, I think just from a, and even after the announcement last night and the assumption that we were talking about a devastating injury and news that started leaking out, uh, Chris Haynes, we talked about it on air, Dan Beyer and I, while you were, while you were off and, uh, you know, the, he more or less said, yeah, this is where we're at. This is what it may be believed that it was believed to be. So when the draft number two came up, it's like, all right, what do we got? Right. You'd had about two hours. Do they suddenly go away from the plan and try to trade away whatever assets they needed to to bring Harden aboard? Instead, they drafted James Wiseman, and the plan continues. But I think from the straight basketball perspective, with Clay coming back and the excitement that you speak of, it was more just a what can they be if both these guys are healthy, right? Not necessarily that they were going to be juggernauts, but – they're going to certainly be better than the putrid performance that we saw before Operation Shutdown happened. And good, good, good on Draymond for the broadcasting that he did once, once they were done. I mean, that was great. But uh, I, I think it was just the curiosity of what could they be coming off of serious injuries 
And as much as everybody got tired of the Warriors and hated the Warriors, when you got to the playoffs and the bubble, you missed the Warriors. So it was a little bit of a quick nostalgia of how do we get them back? I don't know that we can. You know, and it, it's it's look, all, all dynasties end and they end in weird ways. And, and, and we really watch in retrospect because uh, now there's time to put between where we're at and how we can, can put a big moment in perspective. And when you watch the injuries of here's KD that goes down with the Achilles and then here's Clay that goes down with the torn ACL in the finals. And it's OK, that really was the end because uh, they were never the same since then. And when you lose one of the best players on the planet, one of the top three players in the league, uh, that's a big loss. That's not suddenly where, hey, we're just going to rally the troops and everything's going to be great the next season. You know, it's like, we'll get D'Angelo Russell and things are going to be. No, no, no. It's, you, you needed all of those guys to get there. And now everybody is older. It's been a great run. It's been awesome. But this run had already ended. And 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 like I said, if, if they they get a superstar, that's going to be the big thing. Okay, if they could go get a superstar, that would help them continue this. But now with an over 30 Steph Curry and a Klay Thompson that you don't know how he's going to come back when he does come back, Draymond Green is not clearly the same player. Who's going to go do that and say, I can slide right in here? I mean, KD, it was easy. We got all these. This is great. I'm, I'm going I'm to show up there four years. Everybody late 20s. But we're great. Yeah, we're going, man. Draymond Green is, is one of the best all-around players in the NBA. I'm going. And it was hot knife through butter. And they, they looked phenomenal. It was going to be another championship, 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 championship. And now this is where we're at because this is the, the state of the Warriors. I don't know that they're going to suddenly get somebody to go, I want to go there and play in that culture. You know, that, that that's something that is really going to be difficult to to sell to a star like James Harden now. More on Klay Thompson and the injury and how this impacts the Warriors, right? So we spent the last few minutes talking about the Warriors not knowing what they are, and really the dynasty had ended before Klay Thompson got hurt. Where do things sit now? I don't think the question no longer is, hey, who's going to come play in Golden State? The biggest question is, at what point does Steph Curry think, I might have to go someplace else if I want to win another championship. Boom. All right. He's the forever. I know. KNBR, I'm ready for my interview. I, I, you know, he's the forever warrior, right? He's the guy. He's going to stay with his team all the way to the end. I get it. I get it. In the NBA, everybody leaves. Everybody leaves at some point. LeBron left his hometown twice to go win a championship. And it would be like that second time where, boy, Steph is a forever warrior, right? And no matter what he does in his career, Golden State's always going to be home. It's always going to be it's always going to be where he comes back and loved by the fans. But at some point, and it may come after this season, he's got to go, maybe I need to go someplace else. Nobody else is coming here because now I'm over 30. I'm not, I'm not the drawing card. I got to be the guy that go teams up somewhere. And maybe Steph Curry goes to, to form a new super team somewhere else, either in the West, he goes to wherever it is. But I would put my money more on him leaving than them getting another star. Because at some point, he, is he just going to sit there and, and take jumpers and put up empty stats for five, six, seven years? He's not that guy. He wants to win. And he wants to go and say, okay, these, these early things, I, I could still do it. I can eventually be a finals MVP at some point. I don't need Kevin Durant to show up and win championships. You, you, I can go team up with somebody and you watch what we do. And suddenly now my championships are at five and six. I wonder the chances are of that happening, and I would say they're pretty good. Because like I said, everybody leaves. I would say 70% that at some point Steph Curry would leave and go play someplace else to, to play the end of his prime like LeBron did with the Lakers. 
everybody leaves and everybody hurts. And I was with you until you said five or six championships because I was ready to say, send him to New York. <laughs> Revitalize Nick's basketball. Let him go work with OB Toppin. <laughs> Be a good two-man act. Hey, it might work with the Knicks. It's okay. I mean, look, I, I hope that I hope that uh, you know. Well, boy, I'll tell you what. Have Gordon Hayward. We're gonna have him. We're gonna have. Yeah, I mean, I hope he can fit in. You know, we have the over thirty All Stars, which I guess would be okay. But no, but I mean, but still, it's it's that that's that's got to be what he thinks of because if you want to win and you can't get everybody to come play with you, you got to go someplace else. And and it, it, if he would ruin his reputation, I get it. He would probably stay there. But he he will go if he has to. Uh, you know what? This is fun. I want to go play here. Where I've decided to go do this, and, and who knows? And you're going to see the Photoshop jerseys everywhere. Steph leaving. You think it's not going to happen. It'll happen. I think it's a curiosity. I mean, it's the the idea of what, what's most important to him because he's already got the chips, right? Mm-hmm. Right, he's he's already ridden on the ship a couple of times. So, is it more important to him for the legacy of being one of the old throwback, throwback guys that stays with one team while also being a guy that helped change how the NBA is played? Because he gets to have both of those if he stays uh, a warrior in San Francisco for the duration. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 